Hi, I'm Leanne Blaney, adventure coach, speaker and award-winning author. Welcome to the Ignite Your Life podcast, where we are having conversations about what might be holding you back and how to move forward to achieve your dream life. Come along on a journey and set yourself up by having freedom in your choices, becoming grounded and centered and learn how to speak from the heart. For more information, go to leanneblaney.com. Let's ignite your life. Having lived and worked in Asia for three decades and with extensive knowledge of business cultures in both Europe and Asia, Suzanne Schutz felt that Chinese metaphysics was missing something. In 2014, she founded Suzhong Consulting. The company was born out of her awareness of the need for a more professionally based Chinese metaphysics consulting service. Suzong Consulting bridges the gap between local Chinese metaphysics masters who rarely explain their practices and procedures and cosmopolitan clients who need a more modern and adaptive approach, a deeper understanding and rationale for the remedies presented. Hi, Suzanne. Welcome to the Ignite Your Life podcast. Hi, Leanne. Lovely meeting you. So good to have you on today, and I'm really excited about talking about our theme of Chinese metaphysics. But first, do you want to tell the listeners a little bit about yourself and how you got to where you are today? Sure. So um, I'm actually I'm originally from Germany, but I've spent the past uh, 30 years in Asia. It's sort of like it's an ongoing passion project of mine. I always was drawn to Asia and I moved there right after university. And um, I used to first work there as a business consultant, did some management consulting and everything, which was okay, but uh, wasn't really my passion at all. But I'm, I was always very interested in Chinese culture, Chinese language, of course, and then living in mainland China for such a long time, 16 years plus, um, you do hear about, you know, feng shui and Chinese astrology all the time. And of course, you know, whenever the new year rolls around, you've got all these so Chinese zodiac forecasts and whatnot. But Um, I never actually really got into it because I didn't really have time. And then at some point, there was one year where I decided to delve into this a little bit deeper. And um, I got totally hooked. What started as a hobby uh, turned into something that took up more and more of my time. Um, I then traveled to Malaysia to take uh, personal tutoring classes with a Chinese metaphysics grandmaster. And after that, I decided that I wanted to do to make this my full time uh, career. And it was also at a time in my life where um, things were not really working out so great on a relationship level, on a personal level. And um, there was a breakup that was really quite serious. And I sort of had the chance to either go back to what I knew, like business management consulting, or just start on a completely blank a brand new slate and that's what I decided to do so I, I kept the consulting part but now I'm just doing much more of life coaching and and how the, this whole metaphysics thing and I've never regretted doing it it's just it's it's a lot of fun and so much better than business and management consulting that sounds like a bit of a journey to to get there but it's so interesting because as you say with Chinese um astrology and the zodiacs and all that sort of stuff we, we hear a lot of it don't we about yeah. um all that side of things and it's quite interesting because i know quite a few people that have got that really passion for it and i i just sort of wonder like what was it that really drew you was it because you were just exposed to it because you were in asia 
yeah well that was part of it but also i wanted to i was i was always drawn to chinese culture and i just wanted to know what it is all about uh because so i consider myself a very rational kind of person right and very practical and so astrology doesn't really make much sense to me or didn't really make much sense to me at the time and i saw so many people deeply believing in feng shui and astrology and i thought okay so there must be something that i'm not seeing and if you're just reading the chinese zodiac online that really is probably just bogus yeah that's something that i don't believe in at all but once you actually delve deeper into it there is uh it makes so much sense there's so much science to it had i known that i probably would have been too scared to even start because i'm not uh into math and science and all of that but suddenly things made sense and then you realize that this is actually something that um, has a lot of cultural background. There's a lot of scientific, scientific and empirical evidence for it. It's a science, or these are sciences that go back to two, three thousand years, and it it just fascinated me. It just became something that uh, I couldn't live without anymore. So, what actually is Chinese metaphysics, and how is it different to the other types of um, things that we've heard about in Chinese culture? Mm. So. Chinese metaphysics is sort of like the umbrella term for various disciplines like feng shui, uh, Chinese astrology, Chinese date selection, but also, for example, acupuncture, Chinese medicine, all of these disciplines are um, live under the umbrella term of Chinese metaphysics because the underlying principles like the five elements and yin and yang they're all the same so once you know the basics you can then branch out into whichever um, art as we call it you want so in that sense Chinese metaphysics it's kind of like saying uh, someone is a doctor but then that's just an umbrella term for either you could be an eye doctor or you could be a GP or whatever right so Chinese metaphysics, um, as I said, date selection, astrology, feng shui, all of this, including TCM, traditional Chinese medicine, and acupuncture. So how do you use it within your business? Um, well, within my business, um, so I, I consult with people for, so I practice four disciplines, date selection, astrology, feng shui, and also timen dunxia. And these are very, very different disciplines. And depending on what a client needs, I employ different uh, disciplines. So for example, if a client, well, now we're all working from home, this is actually a great time to do feng shui, because if you're, you're working from home, you need to earn money from home, you sleep at home, which is a health aspect you eat at home everything is done at home so if you actually align all the energies in your home in such a way that you can support each aspect of your life you will get through this current crisis that we're in in a much easier way without uh without the struggles that other people may be experiencing so also on a mental and emotional level, because that's a big aspect that of, of the crisis that we're going through right now. Yeah, you, you, you kind of lose hope. But feng shui can, for example, help with that as well by exposing you to energies that bring in optimism and that that uh, fuel that uh, faith in the future. 
That's amazing, isn't it? Like I've heard a lot about feng shui and, you know, the benefits of it, but it's as far as going into it, it's not been something that I've had, well, had time to follow, I suppose. But the benefits are definitely there, aren't they? Because they've been proven and like the culture shows, you know, what mm. benefits you can actually have from having that. Yeah, it's and the, the thing is, though, that what most people misunderstand about it is that in the West, at least, people use feng shui as a uh, tool for interior design or decorating, whereas this is actually a completely wrong approach. It has absolutely nothing to do with colors and numbers and interior design and decorating. What we do in classical authentic feng shui is we analyze the energetic patterns in your home and determine where you have particularly negative energies that counter your life goals and where you have the ones that you actually need in order to um, make more money or, or have more harmonious relationships or even get courage, right? And then rather than just putting like a happy, lucky object there, we make sure that you place yourself there because you need to take advantage of it. If you just put a water feature somewhere, it's not gonna do much you need to actually sit in that energy spot and make sure that you are infused and sort of kind of absorb that kind of energy. So in that sense, it's very, very different than what Westerners tend to think about feng shui. And are you able to do that online? Are you, do you get clients there and you go through their home with them and help them work this out? Yeah, I do this now online as well. So I do remote feng shui audits as well, which is done together with the client. Because if you do a feng shui audit, what's key is that I'm actually on site and taking compass measurements. And obviously pre-COVID, that was not a problem. I, I, I used to travel two or three weeks out of a month um, doing consults on large scale and smaller projects internationally. But now what I'm doing is... Uh, I do it over Zoom. So don't just send me pictures of your home because that doesn't help me much. That doesn't give me any compass readings. So what I usually do is I connect with the client for three to four hours over Zoom and we do a walkthrough. So I'm actually there with you and you have a compass with you and I will tell you exactly where you need to stand, how to read the compass. You feed the measurements back to me. I take all the notes and then based on that, I go back to um, the floor plan and the blueprint and actually uh, develop the solutions for you. Oh, that's awesome. It just sounds so interesting. And I love that the benefits that you get from that too. And even one of the things that you said was courage. I love that because I think in this, as you said, these challenging times, sometimes that's just what we need is a bit of courage just to get through, to be a bit more resilient, isn't it? Absolutely, yeah. So what about some of the other arts that you do? How do they benefit and, and what do you do for those? So the other one uh, that is very common is obviously Chinese astrology. Um, now, Chinese astrology differs from Western astrology in that there is a very, very strong element of free will choices embedded in Chinese astrology. With Western astrology, at least with what I've experienced, is that someone reads your chart and they're like, okay, this is going to happen A, B, C, D, and eventually you die and that's it. Whereas in Chinese astrology, um, we can we basically see what kind of situation or circumstances you're going to be faced with and what kind of options you have. So you may have two, three options, but let's say you're in a crisis, you're in a panic mode, and then very often we take exactly the wrong decision, right? Because we don't even see the, the trees for the forest. And so 
um, in a case like that, we can we can tell the client, look, these are the options you have. Option A is great. It will lead you exactly to your goal. Option B, kind of okay. Option C, definitely not so good. And then it's up to you what you want to do. It's sort of like, you know, if you if you stand at the side of a road, you can either stand there and do nothing, or you cross that heavy traffic and you may die, or you wait until traffic slows down and then you cross. Yeah. The, the only thing that's fated is that you're actually standing at the side of the road. What you then do from there on is up to you. So um, this is what is really helpful for clients because it can show them their career options. It can show their, them obviously relationship options, but also, you know, what kind of um, what kind of op options do you have when you are faced with a health crisis? In that case, we can help prevent that. So if we see, for example, drastic example, cancer in a chart 10 years down the line, uh, we can already tell the client now what he or she needs to do in order to mitigate that. And then maybe it's just a very benign tumor that can be removed easily rather than something much, much worse. So there's a lot of things, a lot of things that we can see in about the chart. Yeah, it certainly seems that way, doesn't it? There's a lot in that. And do you find the people that come to you are the ones that are in crisis or is it sometimes just people are curious to see what's going to happen in the future? Most of them, well, over the past 18 months, most of them were in crisis, obviously, because, I mean, even myself, right? You're just suddenly the situation with COVID comes up and you're like, oh my God, what am I supposed to do now? Um, but there's, I, I actually do two types of readings. The first one is the kind of where you're, coming to me with specific questions like I'm in this situation what should I do um, and then the, the the other type of reading is an annual forecast where people come to me on an annual basis usually around December January of a year and ask me okay what's going on for the next 12 years so those people are not necessarily in crisis that's more uh done to prevent a crisis from happening yeah so what what are the obstacles i'm going to face what can i do to actually circumvent them before i even uh, have to deal with them so when they do that and they get the reading what do they do do they go ahead are the ones that are really keen they'll implement whatever choice they've been given or do some just sit back and wait and see what are some of the things that happen afterwards uh, well i mean i encourage you to actually do take the reading seriously and act on the information you get. Um, me giving you a reading isn't really helpful unless you are willing to make a change, right? If you're not willing to make a change, then nothing is gonna happen, best case scenario or worst case scenario, shit will hit the fan, right? So if you come to me and you want some sort of advice and then you're just kind of like, ah, oh, that's just too difficult. I don't want to take action. Then um, worst case scenario usually happens. So it's really up to you. That's the free will choice part. I don't have any control over that. Yeah, it's like many of the modalities, isn't it, out there? You yeah. can try and help. <laughs> it's really up to the person to take that action, to take the next exactly. step. <laughs> so where do you see Chinese metaphysics fitting in with everything else that's out there? Um, in which in which aspect, like career relationships or, or just generally? I think in generally with the other modalities, it might be out there. Like we have coaches themselves. We have, mm. you know, sound healers. We have like lots of different modalities out there. This is, well, mm. I like to call them modalities. It's another modality. So, and they all are based on different things, but some things suit 
some people better than other things. So yeah. I'm sort of wondering where you see it fits in. Well, I actually do have a lot of crossover with, uh, with other uh, coaches, consultants or healers. So for example, I work a lot with a relationship coach who, you know, if I see a, if I see in a, in a relationship reading that a client is really struggling with a particular issue, then I usually refer them to a relationship coach because we know what the problem is. And uh, then it's up to the client to resolve the problem. Like we, I can drill down exactly on what needs to be resolved, but since I'm not a relationship coach, they may need some different advice. Uh, when it comes to career coaching, also, you have a lot of people, for example, who are now in a position where they've either lost their job or they are uh, thinking about finding something else to do. And so in, a, in an astrology reading, for example, you can see the strengths and weaknesses of a person on a, from a professional point of view, like what are their talents, what needs to actually be honed more. So, for example, you would see someone who would be doing really, really well as a motivational speaker, but they need to really learn public speaking. So then you send them to a public speaking coach or you send them to some other career coach. Or when it comes to a health reading, some people respond more to traditional ways of, uh, to traditional medicine, others to more to modern medicine. So then you can refer them to Chinese doctor or, or Reiki uh, therapist or just a general GP. So Suzanne, so if somebody's thinking about what might help them get through some crises or some challenging times or you know, even just wanting to move forward with their goals, what would you say the benefits are of choosing something from Chinese metaphysics? Um, the benefits are that you are, um, that first of all, we're going to look at what exactly it is that you want to achieve. And then um, the benefits are really that things can be achieved in a very, very gentle way. Yeah, you don't need to make drastic life changes or anything like this. Sometimes it's really just as little as um, sitting somewhere else for two hours a day in your home when you're doing a particular work project. That can make all the difference. I know this sounds strange to someone who has never actually experienced it, but that can make a huge difference. Or um, just pointing out where your sort of blocks are in life and hearing it from, from someone else. You may subconsciously be aware with, of it, but hearing it from someone else and then being told, okay, look, you can easily resolve this by just doing more of that particular activity. So it's not about wearing a color or having a lucky object somewhere. It's really... Um, you change something in your behavior or in your attitude, and that will then lead you to a new, into a new direction. And it's done in a gentle way because it's all in alignment with your, with your own energetic blueprint or the energetic blueprint of your home. So you don't counter any sort of energies. I love it. Sounds fantastic. Well, Suzanne, if somebody wants to get in contact with you or find out more about what you do, where's the best place for them to go? Well, the best place would be my website. So uh, it's um, sujungconsulting.com, S-U-Z-H-O-N-G consulting.com. And from there, you'll find me, uh, you've got links to my Facebook page, LinkedIn, and also YouTube. So YouTube would be a great place to start to see what it is I'm doing. I post three videos per week with like small guided meditations or 
um, I, I explain uh, some small feng shui cures that you can implement right now for particular dates. So just small steps that um, people can actually do themselves without having to go into a major consult. Excellent. Well, thank you so much. Well, thank you for the opportunity. Igniters, Suzanne gave us a great insight into Chinese metaphysics and the different disciplines that sit underneath it. If you want to know more, go to her website, suzongconsulting.com. For more about bringing balance into your life, go to my website, leanneblaney.com.